Welcome to The Weekly Word, a 52-week journey through the Bible. My name is Matt Lidikanen, and with me is Steve Lampe, and we are both Christian pastors currently serving at Messiah Church in Midland, Michigan, and we're excited to be journeying with you through the Bible. Every week, we'll be taking a big-picture view of the scripture you'll be reading, point out some points of interest along the way, and together gain a better vision of the God who loves us. This podcast follows along with the daily readings found in the one-year chronological Bible reading plan and resources from Tyndale House Publishers. All right, we're in the weekly word, and today we're going to look at um, how to read the Bible. Because if we're going to be looking at uh, an entire year of reading the Bible— I mean, I'll just be honest, like getting into a, a year year long reading plan, I, I I would like I was just like scrolling <laughs> before we decided to do this, yeah. scrolling through <laughs> the Bible app. Like, is there a two year option? <laughs> like yeah. because the one year it's it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um so there is that challenge on the front end. But I thought we'd just start out today, man, if we could just say, How did we get started mm-hmm. reading the Bible ourselves and like how do we get going? So you wanna mm-hmm. go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Yeah. So I think the very first time that I really, I really like engaged in reading the Bible was probably after I was, I was baptized. And I think there was a, a, there was a longing in me to know what, know this faith and know um, God within that and that relationship that I have with, with him. And um, so I started reading the Bible a little bit and I was 12. So you don't, I didn't. And, and this is what, this is the cool thing is that that's what we're doing. That's who we're doing this for too. It's not just adults, but it's for yeah, kids too. Good. Like, yep. you know, I, I think we want the, the, the children, our children too, to, to, to do this with us as well. Um, and I was passionate about it. I was reading it. I read a lot. I didn't understand a ton of what I was reading. Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember back then and didn't, it didn't click. Um, I think it was a little more difficult to read because I didn't know exactly the things that, uh, the New Testament, even as I was in, was 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 talking about. Yeah. Um, so, but you know, gradually, uh, you learn as as adult, adults teach you, as you're seeking, as others are teaching and pouring into you. You understand what you're reading more and more. Um, and then there's seasons. I cannot be honest with that, with that where I stopped. Which just all together. Yeah. Which was which yeah. I would say is, I would still go. I would still worship. I'd still go to church, but I stopped. And and there was. There was a, an effect on my life by not seeking mm-hmm. him through his word. And then there was just a season that I went through in life and uh, where a lot of things got really difficult by my own doing, by my own decisions, right? And man, mm-hmm. I tell you what, that's when I fell in love. You kind of come to the end of yourself, right? Like the prodigal son, he came to his senses, ran back to the father, yeah. came to my senses, um, ran back to God and that word just exploded with his love first and foremost. Like that's where that's cool. he really just spoke to me first. And I spent time every single day as a college student, just reading his word, reading first John, reading the gospels, reading the new Testament. And he really restored me through his word within those times. And from that time on, you know, as you, as you get older, you get in different seasons of life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a little more intentionality in it. Like I have to be more intentional now with four children I really have to make time to do it <laughs> yeah. because right. if I don't, I'll just get busy um, and, and forgetting to do those things. Uh, one thing for you and I, that many people that are going through with uh, this with us, this one year um, Bible challenge in the word is that you and I are, are almost based on simply the ministry or our push toward doing it, to read it. Like we have to be, right. we have to prepare to understand it, to teach people with the positions that we're in. Yeah. But for those that aren't in the ministry in regards to, 
teaching the word continually. This is going to be for them. Yeah, this is extra. maybe totally. New. This is extra credit. Yeah, no. absolutely. No, <laughs> yeah, not, not extra credit. It's it's a benefit to us all. It's it a is. call in our lives, and it's a blessing to be able to hear from God. Um, but yeah, so the, the the challenge is there, and we want to recognize that for you guys too. That we want to be praying for everybody that's going through this with us. Yeah. But how about you, Matt? And how how did your uh, habit of reading the Word kind yeah. of develop? It actually started really similar. I think it probably was around twelve or thirteen mm-hmm. um, that I started reading the Bible for myself. I think I started. I finished the Bible in early high school, like maybe mm. sophomore. So I like, I just like many people have, and I've heard this a ton, you know, people like, I'm just going to, you know, from cover to cover, right? It's a book. So they treat mm-hmm. it like a book and you cover to cover with Genesis all the way to Revelation. And I, yeah, like you did not know uh, anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, been in the church, I was baptized mm-hmm. uh, as an infant um, and brought into the the kingdom that way. But Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was, um, you know, it's a, it's a labor of, of a community, I think, yeah. learning both at church and through Sunday school yep. and, you know, bringing those insights and learnings into my reading of scripture. So I wasn't going in blind, yeah. but um, definitely getting into like the, as we'll get into soon enough, you know, l- later parts of the Torah where it's like the laws of, of Moses, you're mm-hmm. like, what am I reading? <laughs> and, and I remember even I when I was a sophomore in high school, I was, uh, we just kind of, we had a hodgepodge, um, youth group ministry. And so I stepped in to be the, uh, leader, mm. the like, like teen leader of our group. So I put together Bible studies and I was just, so I'm going through the Bible. Right. And I bring in texts like, oh, I came across this one passage in Leviticus, like do not tattoo yourselves to the dead. Mm. I was like, oh, so what do we think about having tattoos guys? Like <laughs> to- totally <laughs> wrong, <laughs> totally took it the wrong direction. And that, uh, as you can imagine, stirred up quite a bit of conversation in, yeah. in our youth group. Um, and so I made some mistakes, you know, and, but that's all part of the journey. Oh yeah. Right. And so, but over time, I don't think I've been a one year chronological Bible reader. I've been, Mm. take a, take a chapter, sit with it, sit in it. You know, um, I haven't read, you know, the prophets in a little while. I haven't Mm -hmm. read the gospels in a while. So I would, I would kind of jump around. I didn't really have like a plan so Mm -hmm. much, but you know, in, in recent days and, in um, years I've, been more of a disciplined reader in mm-hmm. like you yeah got two little girls and yep. so it's either uh you're not doing it <laughs> yeah, yeah or you were doing it really early in the morning yeah. i just recognize my own lack of discipline in that it, it'll it, i'll fall off the bus yeah really quick and it's harder to get on the bus than fall off the bus sometimes yeah so, oh yeah yep. but if it's moving <laughs> yeah if it's moving for sure yeah so um yeah so if we were to offer some coaching mm-hmm. to someone uh, I, I'm assuming there's people listening to this. They either have done a reading plan in the past. They have uh, done a chronological plan or something mm-hmm. like that, Bible in a year. Maybe they've just kind of dabbled in it mm-hmm. and haven't really committed to do, yes, you know, I'm going to do a one year in the Bible. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you coach them? Yeah, so I would say you have to, I would say first and foremost, when you, when you before you commit, you have to understand like the the benefit the, the, the outcome of the yeah. benefit when all of this is done is going to be so incredibly impactful for all of us. Like to go through the Bible in one year, it is a lot. Like there's yeah. like some of the readings are just mundane, let's say. And you're leaning about, you're learning about things that aren't, aren't really, we don't understand culturally or contextually. Yeah. And, and, and it's going to take time and it's for that take to time. be clear. Yeah. And it's going to take time then. for that to develop mm-hmm. in many cases later on in the passages that we come to three, three, four months down the road. So it may not make sense then, 
but it will make sense for many of those things later on as you go. Yeah. But the commitment is a big thing. The outcome, that's what you kind of got to keep your your eye on and your the um the 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 energy just to keep going. All right. So the the mm-hmm. the the desire to keep moving is like the outcome of, of reading the whole Bible is gonna paint a picture like you've never seen before. Because yeah, when you go from yep. Genesis to Revelation and you see the tie-in, the beautiful historical tie-in since the creation of the world to the necessity of Jesus for all of for all mankind. It's yeah. just painted so perfectly. God's mm-hmm. made it so perfect. And it helps so much in the depth of our faith and our hope in him as we go through it. So I'd say you got it. You got to just keep your eye on the prize, which is just yeah. getting through the whole thing and understanding for like you've never understood before. Um, creation, redemption through Jesus and and what's to come for us as believers. Yeah. So that's good advice. Yeah. Keeping your eyes on the go on the prize. I would say too, um, you know, I, I like to have if I'm gonna if I'm coaching someone to adopt a reading plan, it's it's to be specific. Yeah. And the good thing with a reading plan is it already, I mean, what you're reading is already laid out for you. So we have that. And of course we're following the one year chronological Bible reading plan from mm-hmm. Tyndale House Publishers. Yep. So that's on the Bible app. That's you know, Free you can buy that. that. Um yep. it's it's all there. But you gotta go one more step, I would say, and actually say, okay, um, it's a daily plan. When am I going to do this? Mm, intentionally. What day yeah. uh, or what at what time of mm-hmm. the day is it going? Am I going to listen to this? Like in my in my in the car as I drive to work. I mean, and you can do that. Like mm-hmm. it's not like uh, less of a less good reading if you don't yeah. you know sit down with a physical copy. Like use your phone, use whatever method. But I would I mean really be super specific. I'm reading it at this time every day in this format, mm. it's paper, it's, it's yeah. audio, it's audio and whatever it is. And just, and then right with what you're saying, like mm-hmm. put a, put something even on paper. Um, and there's actually in the show notes, we'll, we'll include this, uh, Bible reading Mad Lib. Mm-hmm. And in, in that, in the bottom part, it's, you know, what do I hope to gain mm-hmm. from this and really use that as kind of a focus statement as a goal yeah. because it, it will get challenging. And frankly, oh, yeah. you're going to miss some days. Yep. Right? And there's grace within that too. Right? Yeah, you can't get down yourself. You just got to keep plugging away. Yeah, yeah. and um, what would you, so so someone misses a day, mm-hmm. coach him. What happens? What do you do? Yeah. So so okay. So miss so, five days. Yes. So the reality. Let's be the, the reality is yep. that you know if, if like in in terms of what Matt used, if if you fall off the bus, um, right, you could the, the it's it, you can get right back up, get back yeah. on, and 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 start going again. That's easier with one day. Um, to kind of catch up, uh-huh. but if the habit becomes, oh, I hit two days and I miss four, and then I, I just kind of skim and then get back in track. <laughs> you're gonna you you'll get in you'll get out of it what you put into it. Um, yeah, because good, if you right? if you simply put in you know a, a half effort, um, you're gonna miss. There's just so much. There's just so much that that you will miss. It's not that you're gonna be discounted from learning things. That's not that's not. Mm-hmm. You're, you're gonna learn if you're in the word. You're in the word. It's God. It's God's word for us. It's him. It's him speaking to us. It's him revealing himself to us. No matter no matter how well you're doing, or if you feel like, man, I haven't done that well in this past week. It's God is full of grace and mercy, and He is super faithful to His word that it won't return void, no matter how that's happening. Yeah. Um, but I will say the benefit of if you do miss a day or two, then you just need to be intentional about finding that time to say, I have to. I have to slow things down in life, make this a priority to catch mm-hmm. and to, to get back on track with this. And I think the, the biggest part is to say it's probably best not to fall off the bus in the first place. But we know yeah. life happens. We know that we're human. We know all those all those things happen. 
it's gonna, it, we're gonna, we're gonna be in the same place as many of you that are reading. Oh yeah, there's gonna be days I'm, that I'm we right that we probably miss, <laughs> and we're like, all right, so now I gotta find. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find time. I want to make an effort to find the time to make up what I've missed. Um, with that, could be getting up earlier. I'm telling you what, that, that the audio part. I mean, if you have a if you have a morning drive, like you are the most blessed person through this. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Thirty minutes in the car, you you already on the way have to it work, done. And yeah. on the way back, you could probably even go ahead one day, <laughs> and uh, and just receive uh, that audi- audibly, which is which is really cool, an option in the car mm-hmm. to have. So yeah, and actually, yeah. that's really how most people experience the Bible. Yeah. Um, way before there was ever any physical copies of the Bible, like mm-hmm. before you know Martin Luther and the Reformation. It was, you just had to listen to it. So mm-hmm. that's how you encountered the word. So you're kind of really, we're stepping on to, into where people were at back in the day, which yeah. is, it's kind of cool. Um, yeah. I think I would, I would say too, I mean, everything that you said, yes and amen. I, I also like just, I look, life happens. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just be real. You know, mm-hmm. I'd love, I'd love to say that I will go back and I'm going to go and read, reread mm-hmm. everything that I missed. Um, but you know, something hard happens, you know, something unforeseen and you just kind of fall off the, fall off the, the wagon a little yep. bit and that's okay. And I would just say to that person who's really missed a few days, um, or will miss a few days is, um, don't, don't let it, uh, trip you up and say, it. cause, cause I'd rather you skip those like days of reading mm-hmm. and keep and carry on. Then just throw then, the towel well, in. Well, forget yeah. it. I, no I already way, missed too yeah. many days. Yeah. Yep. Don't do that. I would just I would just tell you, yep. please, please don't do that yep. because there's so much. Up. Yeah, like like Steve had reminded us, um, like that. You know, the word of God does not return to him void. Mm-hmm. It's going to accomplish the purpose for which it is sent. And yep. no matter, matter how much you're able to engage, you get out what you put into it. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, don't just don't disqualify yeah. yourself for no no good reason. Even if you even if you've fallen off big time, just yeah. pick it up where it is. It's better. It, it, yes. that, building that habit of, of being the word. Just 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 pick it up where you're at. Yeah, yeah, it's and, uh, practice makes progress. Yep, it's not yeah. you're not going to be this is not going to be like uh, one and done. Man, this is a, a perfect engagement with scripture. Yeah. I'm incredible. No, it's just not no. going to be that way. No, nope. you're going to be struggling through it, especially so that then I would offer coaching for the the tough times. Mm-hmm. Um, so not not only missing, but as you even as you're reading scripture, uh, you've already talked about it a little bit. Like you're going to read a passage and you'll be like, I have I have no idea. I have no idea yeah. what I just read. I yeah. cannot even begin to fathom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrap my head around this this little nugget of scripture. Like this yeah. is God's word to me. You know, yeah. there's like in my tradition growing up, it was like this is the word of God. Uh, this is the word of the Lord. And then the congregation responds, "Thanks be to God." And I always sometimes like I want to like put a question mark there, like "Thanks be to God." Uh, maybe you know. Am I supposed to be thankful for this? So stuff? what do you, how do you yeah how do you go through those? Like you get read a really wacky text, yeah. and you're like, uh, what? Yeah, yeah. So. There's plenty um, in the Bible that that you read where where you just don't mm-hmm. well, you don't understand them, and whether that's just in regards to the the context we live in, or in regards to I don't understand why God would do this, like those questions. Yeah, um, yeah if, one, if you think that as yeah. pastors we do not ask those questions of those like kind of <laughs> texts, yeah. like it, yeah, and there's those texts yeah. in those texts that I would have questions for. You know, for, for me, sometimes you you look to commentary, and even after the theo- then, the theologian yeah, the commentary, best the, best, the best of the best professors, you yeah. still struggle with. I I, I don't know why, and mm-hmm. so you're gonna everybody's gonna come along those passages where mm-hmm. we we really have to, and this is this is like the most um unnatural thing for a human to do, and it's the simplest of phrases is let God be God, 
and yeah. let 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 man be man. And so we don't we don't understand. I don't even know if I understand what that means totally. But yeah. all I know is that his ways are different than my ways, and his thoughts are different than my thoughts. Yeah. Um. And I don't understand his mind, and I never will fully. So yes, those are the. That's one of the. It's like one of the cop out answers, but it's actually true. Yeah, <laughs> so, it, it feels like a cop out, and I, I goes back yeah. to. I remember learning this concept of magisterial reason and ministerial reason. So mm-hmm. magisterial reason is kind of like my reason, my thoughts, my ideas are kind of set over scripture. They're kind of judging scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ministerial reason takes the opposite approach, which says, okay, I recognize I'm limited in my capacity to understand. Mm-hmm. I'm limited in what I know. Um, this may not make sense to me right now, but I'm just going to let the word of God be God's yeah. word. And I'm going to kind of take, I'll take that question in prayer. Mm-hmm. And I actually love one of the things, I actually read this from Martin Luther recently. He said something like this. And this is a paraphrase of what he said when, when he was asked, like, what do you do when you come across a tough thing? He's like, all right, give, give thanks to God for that word. Mm-hmm. Turn the page. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ask him for, ask him to under, give me understanding. I've been yeah. praying that recently because there are some challenging t- stories in, in the early parts of the Bible, numbers, mm-hmm. um, Deuteronomy, yep. um, stories of God's wrath that mm-hmm. can kind of mess with me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just say like, Lord, I just, I just confess my own, inability, yeah. uh, my own kind of lack of comprehension to him. I'm like, I don't get this. I don't understand why you would do that or what this is here for or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And that is totally okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, I don't want, I think I want to set everybody up for the expectation that sometimes when you read the scriptures, you'd be like, that was incredible. What a cool insight. And there's mm-hmm. going to be times you're like, I'm wrestling spiritually right now yeah. with what that means, or even just, I don't know, uh, heads or tails, to, I can't make that, can't make that out at all. Yep. And if you if you look even in the Bible, um, Moses questioned why. Oh yeah, uh, questioning is the prophets questioned yes. why. David questions why. Uh, welcome to the lack of, of of welcome to the inability and limitedness of human understanding. Yeah, we are in good company. <laughs> we are so, a very good company. We are in very good company. Yes. In that, um, yeah. yeah, there mm-hmm. is there's so much uh, to say with reading scripture. Um, and I think, uh, another rule of thumb, uh, when we read scripture and we, we've talked about this already a little bit. Um, and you said, you know, in a cop in a few months, like what we read right now, you're like, I don't know. Uh, but then a few months later, you're like, oh my gosh, I remember when we read that, that, that mm-hmm. actually helps this situation make more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll do our best to bring that to bear, will, yeah, yeah. but, um, to, uh, one concept is number one, scripture interprets scripture. So you're going to mm-hmm. read things in uh, parts of the Bible that are fuzzy. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to read something else later on that actually makes that a bit more clear. Yeah. And um, so that's scripture interpreting scripture. So you use kind of one that's a bit more clear and understandable to interpret something that's a little less clear mm-hmm. and harder to understand. So that's mm-hmm. one concept. And number two, similar to that, sometimes scripture reading is kind of like a crossword puzzle. Like mm-hmm. all the all the clues in the crossword puzzle, you know how it is. Like you have a five word, five letter word, and uh, it's this, and you you know it right away. You can fill it in, and then there's another one that goes like top to bo- top to top bottom, and uh, like okay, wait, I don't know, I don't have enough letters to mm-hmm. figure that one out yet. Yep. So yep. you you fill in more, yeah. and then you can fill in the trickier bits. Mm-hmm. So that's that's another bit of encouragement as mm-hmm. you kind of read scripture. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so what what disciplines do you have? Um, as you read scripture, um, 
how do you maximize your time with the Lord? Because it's time with the Lord. I think I like what Dietrich Bonhoeffer said about it. It's like mm-hmm. every single time you sit down with the scriptures, it's like you're talking to, talking to God. Yeah. So how do you kind of make the most of that? Yeah. Um, so, so I would say, you know, as you, <clears throat> as you're going through, as you're going through like the word on your own outside of like a one-year Bible plan, like all two together. But as like for me, for example, I think what I usually do is I tend to just pick like a, a chunk of scripture or chat or like a book, right. And just study it and just take it easy on it. Not like just because yeah. when I first did, I just started reading and you're just reading and all of a sudden, oh yeah, I'm through it. And it's five minutes and you don't realize yeah. how much you've truly missed. And that's the temptation I think too, with the one year Bible is you just read it without really like, you know, when you read and you read like uh, uh, 2000 words and you don't know what you read. You ever been there? Like uh, every day. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I think for me, like I need to be careful of that because my brain, you know, as many is always thinking about other things. You really yeah, did have I go to, to Wendy's twice yesterday. You, you really know? have <laughs> to find that, like that, that time of quiet, that time where you can remove yourself from all the, the scheduled stuff. Um, the, the, the times when you know that this is just a busy part of my day. Um, sometimes like you'd mentioned, it's the best in the morning. Sometimes maybe it's best at night for me. Uh, it would be best in the morning. So like for me, it would be in the morning where it would be the discipline mm-hmm. where I would get in the word or I'd read commentary on the word. Um, one of my favorite books is Dietrich Bonhoeffer's Cost of Discipleship. Mm. Um, it's not commentary, but man, does he pull out a ton of scriptures yes, uh, and just makes the, the, the clarity of following Jesus so great. Um, but I learned so much through that book, but through the word and in the word, there's nothing, there's nothing that compares to it. So mm-hmm. for me, the discipline is I have to find that quiet moment away from before the business of the day starts and the day starts work-wise mm-hmm. where I can just be me and the Lord, just me and me and Christ and just being able to focus on the words and letting him encourage my heart. Mm-hmm. And it makes such a huge difference mm-hmm. um, how I am, how I act, who I am that day mm-hmm. because you're reminded that you're a child of God first, that you have a hope in what's to come, that this world is not your home, that he's been giving you grace amidst your troubles and struggles with sin or just encouragement for your life circumstances. And then you go on your day and there's never mm-hmm. like an, a, a, like I do like 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half every day. No, some days it's like three minutes, man. And I, I, mm-hmm. I sit down and I look at the scriptures or I go on my phone and I read for three minutes and then you go. Um, and some days it's more. Some days I take an hour or two to just get away and just to, to spend that time, just mm-hmm. randomly open my Bible at a table at home and read. So, yeah. That's uh, yeah. I, I'm similar in that I, I've used I've used different things through the years. I've used different Bibles. It's been hard covers. There's, there's been like journaling Bibles that I've used, mm-hmm. uh, like journal like margins. Um, I do like putting words to paper. Not everyone, mm-hmm. um, especially guys. I don't find that a lot of guys yeah. love the journal. But yeah. um, I have I've kind of used. I discovered that probably when I got into seminary, uh, journaling as a really cool discipline. Um, and what I like about it is that I really began to slow down more, mm-hmm. um, because before that point, I think everything, all of my prayers, everything was just in my head. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think the process of journaling moved my prayers and my thought life into my mouth mm-hmm. and into my, you know, my, into the pen. Mm-hmm. And so I would be able to like really spell out kind of what I was thinking and feeling with God. So, mm. but one statement as far as Bible reading and maximizing it, and this is something that you can... I think anyone can do, and this will be in the show notes as well, um, writing an I believe and an I will mm-hmm. statement. Um, yep. And this is just, it's asking, simply asking two questions. One, God, what are you inviting me to believe? 
mm-hmm. through this passage. Um, so it could be a verse, could be a, a simple word in mm-hmm. that one of the scripture passages that day that really just stood out to you. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of like, I've listened to that, like what is, what's resonating with me, what's standing out to me. And then I'll kind of like write that down or like copy it and put it in a note, whatever it is. And I will then, so that's what I believe God is saying to me. So using that passage, I would then kind of, okay, what's, how can I summarize that in a teaching of faith? And then I would say, okay, what do you want me to do with that? You know, mm-hmm. what what will I do with this information? Mm-hmm. So then it, it doesn't always move it into like, you know, tangible action for that day. Like I'm going to serve the poor, you know, mm-hmm. um, which it could be, you know, it could be that, but, uh, or it just could be something that's like, I'm going to continue to do this or I'm mm-hmm. going to pray. Um, so it's kind of like, Holy Spirit, what kind of response are you in, forming in me and how can I take my next step? Yeah. Even if it's like, I'm going to keep thinking on that. I'm going to mm-hmm. keep praying on that. I'm going to... Uh, apologize to my mm. daughter for yeah. you know losing my temper, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, uh, and those are like it's really very simple things that I've done. Um, and I, I mean, recently having done this plan now, I've been writing summary statements. What did I read? Yep. And so I kind of working on comprehension. Honestly, it's yeah, just sure. like what did I read? How can I you know as I look back at this, what have I was stood out to me? Mm. So those are things that I've done. That's cool in the past. And um, so any any parting thoughts? For our friends who are about to embark on an incredible journey through the word, yeah, um, I mean nothing too deep. I think that I think that I think my parting words would be, you know, it, we're we're gonna do our best to help pull together bigger pictures of uh, sections of scripture yeah. for all of us as we go. This is your journey with the Lord. This is your journey with Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, see it as that, like He wants to be with you. He wants to speak with you. He wants to reveal himself to you as his, as, as your father. Understand that when you get into it, this is, uh, first and foremost, God desires for you to know him. He wants to reveal himself mm-hmm. to you and remember that as we, as we go. And so this is our opportunity to say, all right, Lord, reveal yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Yeah. That's amazing. And if anything, yes, reading the Bible can be challenging. Mm-hmm. Yes. Reading the Bible. I mean, we're reading ancient literature if you think mm-hmm. about it that way. Um, so it doesn't read like a normal book that you would pick up at Barnes and Noble, but yeah. when we read it, it is his word. It is his character. It is his love for us. And mm-hmm. even though I think it's a little bit of a tired metaphor, like it mm-hmm. is, it, it is God's love letter. He mm-hmm. is revealing his, his heart for us oh, through the whole and thing. his desire to know us as, even as we are invited to know him. And I mean, it's like, gosh, we have a God in the universe who has revealed himself through something as easy to access as a book, why wouldn't we take advantage of that, you mm-hmm. know? So I think this is this, it's an incredible opportunity and I'm really excited. I'm yeah. excited to get, get awesome. into it. Yeah. So, cool. yeah. It should be fun. So we'll go episode two. We're going to look at the very first part of Genesis. We're excited to join you, uh, join us for that. Yep. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us for The Weekly Word. If you like this podcast, be sure to rate and subscribe and hit that notification bell to stay on top of new episodes. If you have any questions or have something in scripture you'd like us to weigh in on, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at weeklyword at messiahmidland.org. That's weeklyword at messiahmidland.org. <laughs>